And it's another Thursday night, and the boys are back in town. That's right. This weekend, we are taking on the Kenai River Brown Bears. We're going to talk with Coach. He's going to talk about that game. They just got back from Fairbanks. And uh, we'll talk with Isaac, who's sitting to my right. Uh, but like always, guys, I'm Mike, host of Wolverine Nation. And in the studio is the very, very talented play-by-play for the Wolverines, Mr. Isaac Smolden, who I've been spelling his name wrong this whole time, so I have to go back and fix it. I know, it's like an A or S or I- in the wrong S-A-A-C. spot. I-S-A-A-C. <laughs> Crack a book, baby. <laughs> sorry, it's in man. the book of Genesis. I'm That's sorry. That's the first book of the Bible. I feel like I'm getting shunned here. I-S-A-A-C. Shame. Not a big deal. Shame. What's up, everybody? We're back in the studio. <laughs> I don't have a name for this studio yet, by the way. So I work at my yeah. house. It's the local youth drop-in center here yep. in Wasilla, Alaska. We do Great like, people, by the way. Yeah, no. Uh, super great organization. We do, like, homeless services, addiction recovery, suicide Man. prevention, you know, all that type of stuff. Getting the kids where they need to be. Right. Uh, On the road and, to success. And so we, I think we've just been calling it the My House Studios, you know, but I need a name. I know this is it. the funny story because when, when, when this first happened, uh, you were like, "Hey man, uh, let's meet at the ha- let's meet at the studio." I'm like, "Cool, where's it at?" You're like, "It's at my house." Oh my god! <laughs> you know, you think that's funny. You think that's funny. And okay. I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'll be over at your house in a sec." You're like, "No, it's at my house." No, 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 no. Get this, get this. So, yesterday, uh, okay. So Wingstop, Wingstop does. Yeah, this is a hockey podcast. We're talking about the Anchorage Wolverines. Yeah. So anyway, Wingstop. Yeah. Uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays, they do seventy cent. Boneless wings. Uh-huh. So you get like two orders of 10 wings. You get your 20 boneless wings and then, you know, get a thing of fries or whatever. Like, bam, that's pretty good value. 14 bucks for 20 boneless wings. That's pretty decent. Yep. Yep. So I text my fiance uh-huh. and I say, hey, I'm at my house and I have wings for you. Uh-huh. I have to go work on some stuff, but I'll I'll be at my house if you want to swing by after you're done at the gym. <laughs> uh, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> I wait in this studio uh-huh. for like 15 minutes playing on my phone or something. It's like 1030. Finally, I call her. I'm like, hey, like, are you coming over here? She's like, I've been sitting in your driveway for 10 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's funny because I, oh, I made no. I made dinner tonight, you know, trying to be nice and sweet for, for the wife. And uh, I made I made uh, Alaskan crab legs. And salmon with uh, shrimp, big baller. Oh, Just spend dinner. that money, baby. Uh, yeah, it was falling out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was funny because I texted her and I was like, "Hey, I got dinner tonight." You know, like me talking and texting. I, I hate texting because you can't show emotion, right? But in my mind, I'm like, "Hey, I got dinner tonight," and she texts back. She's like. So I got to get my own food. And I was like, no, 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 no. I mean, I got, I'm cooking dinner tonight. I got this, you know? So it's funny. It's that who's on first, right? Oh, who's yeah, on first. Sure. Yeah, that was actually the reference that you made last night. I was like, I feel like I'm, you're about to say what's on second. So. What's on second. Anyway, the Anyways. Anchorage Wolverines. Yeah, that's what yep. this podcast is about. Could you tell? Uh, we just have fun. This is fun. I have fun. I, I, I you know, talk about uh, the listeners. Uh, you know, the, uh, we get approached constantly. I think I say this all the time, but it's, 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 it's a pleasure to... Have somebody actually listen to us for thirty minutes in their car, going grocery shopping, whatever. It's it's awesome. Uh, just to, just some stats, just to show you guys how appreciative we are of you guys. Uh, this whole season, whole season, we've had two point five thousand. That's two thousand five hundred plays. That's how many times people have clicked on an episode and listened to it. Now, this is of course is all through iTunes on the iPhone. 
you know, you look at Google and the Android, there's not many people. So it uh, looks like uh, Apple's holding strong there. Uh, but I could see people are listening all the way from Seattle to Manitoba. I mean, I think we got some uh, got some Texas in there. I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool all over the U.S. and and it's awesome. All, and and of course, you know, we can't forget our Canadian friends. Uh, so we got to figure out what we're gonna do. We got to figure out what we're gonna do this summer. Like, man, I, I man. normally I feel like I think I'm normally more burned out at this point in the season, but. I'm too like, excited. Well, I mean, man, how can you not be? There's 10 games left, and, I mean, looking at the standings, we've got... Before we go into that, though, let's talk about last week's yeah. game, Friday. Well, that, that ties into the standings, oh my right? Gosh. I mean, so Friday, Friday, Saturday, we played Fairbanks. Yep. Uh, we win Friday, 4-2, to two, Yep. and then Saturday, just... Complete opposite. They ended up losing by a score of eight to three. Oh man, that game was so I oh I was like I was so it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. I'll tell you what. Here and okay, we're gonna let people behind the curtain again. I do that too much. <laughs> so we interviewed Coach before we're recording this right now, and uh, I think the biggest thing for me out of this weekend. So okay, two points is pretty good. You know, you yeah. go up to Fairbanks, number one team in the Midwest Division, uh, getting a series split this late in the season when you need those points. Like, everything else removed, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. You take that all day. Uh, most important thing that happened Uh-oh. was a certain player oh, got a little don't, goal. Don't, don't spoil it. From the point. <laughs> hey, don't spoil it. The game was on Friday, uh, dude. Well, okay, I don't it's know how many people spoiler watched alert. it. Cooper Morris got yes. his first tuck of the season, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was listen, so nice. Listen, the deke he had on that player was like, oh, my God. That was so, so cool. So, okay. Hang on. Look, I have, uh, I have a whiteboard uh-oh. right here. Well, you got a whiteboard. Okay. So, Uh-oh. Are we going so to do going to? Here's t- the blue line. Yep. Here's the blue line. That's that's the zone. Uh-huh. The net's down here. Cooper's, like, right here. Yep. And he's like, oh, I'm going to come down the wall. Defender right here. Bam steps up. Cooper's like, nope. Actually, I'm totally reversing. He swoops into the middle. Yep. This guy just gets lost. He's not even in the rink anymore. And then Cooper like, shut, bam, fires it towards the net, bounces in. He like, yeah. looks. He's like, oh. Did that just go in? Score. He puts his arm <laughs> right. He's just like, <laughs> Just like Super Saiyan on him. Oh. It was so sick. He was so excited. I'm, ex- I'm surprised he didn't take the big old monkey and just like rip it off the back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Hey, dam's broken, though. We'll have Damn's to ask broken, Coach. You know we'll have I mean? to ask Coach what it was like in the locker room and uh, and see if they kind of did the whole Gatorade thing on him. You know, Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The game was a long way from over at that point. I but know. I mean, uh, that ends up leading to the four to two win, and then obviously Wolverines dropped the second game by a score of eight to three. It's just uh, it's just so hard to play in Fairbanks because that those fans. I mean, just hearing, hey, goalie, oh. one, two. How just many counting. goals have we, we scored? Oh, my gosh. One, two, two three. Sometimes yeah, they I forget. Know. They're so drunk. They forget <laughs> what goal they're at because you start hearing different numbers going. So, uh, but it's fun. Uh, hopefully our fans will, will get something like that. Yeah. Going. You know, that's that's what they need. But, so, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we talked to Coach about that a lot. What we didn't talk about was, like, the exact position in the standings. That's what I want to get into right now. Well, I mean, he, we're holding pretty good. We're ho- Okay. It's... Man, 
It looks worse than it is, <laughs> I think. I think. Here's the situation. Hear me Fairbanks, out. Hear me out. Fairbanks in first place yeah. uh, with 69 points, 54 games played. Springfield, uh, 52 games played. They're only two points back. I, you know, originally I was like, okay, I think Springfield's going to pass them. They have the games in hand to where they'll end up in first place. But they're 3-7-0 and oh in their last 10 games. Springfield uh, stonks down on Springfield a little bit. That's the word of the day. They've been stonks. Stonks. <laughs> <laughs> they've been, uh, they've been maybe not quite as sharp. And it's weird because when they played Anchorage, uh, you know, they took two out of the three games in that series. They looked really, really solid the last mm-hmm. time they were in Anchorage. Yeah. But um, so then next up in third place is the Minnesota Wilderness, also with 52 games played, 61 points. Mm-hmm. So so they, what's the, the, in theory, they could pass Fairbanks. Like, there is still a universe in which the Minnesota Wilderness, oh, no. who were in seventh place at one point, like sixth for most yeah. of this, uh, like a good chunk, like a month, end up in first place in the Midwest when this is all said and done, which is great. I mean, this division has been so close all year long. Yeah. And, I mean, right behind it's them. Get, it's getting down to the wire. It is. It's There's like the 10, wire. less than 10, 10 games left for most teams. Like right behind them is Janesville, mm-hmm. Minnesota, and Janesville. Janesville was like ten, eleven. They won like eleven games in a row. They're eight two and zero now. On their we last broke 10. that at eleven game. Uh negative. No, we didn't. Uh, I believe no, it, it was Chippewa that ended up breaking that. Yeah, uh, because yeah. the last time they were in Anchorage, they swept us. That's when they were like seven three and zero, and that sweep is what yeah. uh, was part of their winning streak. And yeah. then we are in fifth place. That's out of a playoff spot, but we have. Two games in hand against the Wilderness. A game in hand against Janesville. Two games in hand against Springfield. Again? Negative. Uh, we have games in hand against them. Okay. Yeah, so we, yeah. we've played 50. Okay. They've played 52. Okay, and yeah. then we have four games in hand against Fairbanks. Uh, we're 11 points behind Fairbanks. So if you want to get really technical, mm-hmm. there is also a world to where we could end up in first place in the Midwest I division. I was just right going to ask that. Right I was now. just going to ask that. Um, which is, I mean, it's nuts. And... Uh, the Magicians, they are out of a playoff spot as well with 56 points. They're only two points behind us, though, with one more game played. They're still very much in the playoff picture. Chippewa and Kenai, 7th and 8th, they're probably, I mean, they're pretty far out of it at this point. Look, look, we're going against Kenai this week, and it's also fi- it, family. Family and bi- Billy. Family weekend, <laughs> parent and billet family weekend. Well, this, just, we we Kai's studied this. T- we studied this title for like, a, gonna, like we literally yeah. call the president of our organization <laughs> so we get the correct words for this. And I still it, can't. I still. It's don't a tongue know twister, what. but it's family and billet appreciation week. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I just want to touch on this that uh, if if it weren't for the billet families, this would be a very difficult thing to do. And what I mean by that is housing these players, and uh, it, it, it's it's such an appreciation because. Uh, it, you know, these families are very supportive of the team. And uh, if anybody is interested, you can always go to the website and sign up to be a billet family. Of course, you got to have a, a, another bedroom. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you, I got a couch. You could just on a couch. In, in the NA3, you know. we were packing guys onto couches. No. Like, onto the floor. Not like for the whole season. Okay. But there, there are definitely some guys that slept on couches. I got, a, I got an air mattress if you want that. <laughs> See, you're joking, but that's like what happened. So. 
I don't know if you know this or not, but the NA3 is kind of like the Wild West, and the oh. Frontier Division is like the pit of despair <laughs> in the middle of the Wild West in the NA3. Oh, so. my gosh. But, uh, yeah, Isaac, um, you know, they can go online. They could sign up. Uh, I mean, is there is there really any kind of requirements that, that they need besides I offering mean, them a, a bed? I mean, it, what, like, what can they what can they expect if they if they want to do a billet? It, so, man, it's such a unique situation to junior hockey, you know. Um, build, building is, is great. It's great for the kids. Uh, you know, you have that opportunity. A lot of these guys may be moving out of the house for the first time, oh, being yeah. away from the family for uh, some of them, not so much. Some of them played prep, but you know, you're, you're out of the house, you're getting older, you're kind of on your own, but you also still have like that familial presence. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, from like a from like a billet pan family standpoint, I can't speak on that. I've never hosted a, a hockey player. I've only been on the the billetee side of things. But mm. um, man, I mean, I I love. I still stay in touch with my with my billet family. Um, it's like you it's, become you become uh, you, you become part of the family honorary adoptee, and that's why that's why I you know that's why you know when we're saying like a uh, parent and billet family yep. or like family and billet fa- it really it's just like family weekend. well see it's cool because i talked to alder's dad and i found out that uh robbins before he made the team years ago he actually played in michigan and alders was his billet family the albers hosted ray yeah yeah that's what he really? said yeah it was crazy huh yeah it was crazy so when ray went to so ray went to rathan went to michigan about his high school i'd say his last two years of high school i think his dad said senior year uh, but senior year they shipped him out to Michigan and he stayed with Alders. That's Man. that was pretty cool. It's like full circle because it comes around and now they're now they're you know now they're playing together and uh, I don't know if I don't know if uh, they're hosting him. Yeah, I don't. I, that, that'd be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. Just do like the the kid swap for two years. Oh man, so. pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Really, really, you are part of the family. I mean, it's it's family weekend. It's your it's your biological family. It's also your billet family. Just honoring all those people. So well, uh, it's gonna be cool because I mean, half these family members probably have never been to Alaska. Yeah, and right, so a portion the, of them for sure. They're gonna be so, doing a lot of cool stuff. They're so no one's gonna right be time. no one's gonna be watching the broadcast this yep. week. So I'm yeah, actually taking a weekend off. We're not we're not doing any play by play. I'm just gonna go sit in the stands and have a beer or something. But if you are coming up, come come say hey. It was really cool yeah. meeting the Albers. Uh, um. Last week, I and, met uh, and meeting, you know, talking with Ray's dad and stuff throughout the season. I met Sigurdsson's dad in Minnesota for the showcase, but then he also came up here to Alaska about a month or two ago. So I don't know if he'll be here, but he's a really cool guy, really cool guy to talk to. And uh, yeah, well, but, uh, this weekend is huge. I mean, getting back to the standings a little bit, Kenai Kenai's out of it, but they have played us tight. All year long, it's been a battle. Anchorage, I think, has a slight edge in the record, the season record against them. But um, after that sweep uh, last time we played them in Kenai, but this is the last time we'll see them this season. Club Forty Nine Cup, Fairbanks is up by a single point, and I think both teams have both us and Fairbanks have four games left. So against Alaska teams. So if so we get we we if we get four points for two wins, if we if we could sweep Kenai. Then Fairbanks would have to sweep Kenai. Us by, and oh, then, they're playing Kenai one more they time. Play, they play Kenai one more time. They play us one more time. We play them in Fairbanks. Yeah. So if we if we split the series with them and swept Kenai, and then they dropped a game to Kenai. Kenai's been playing them tough, too, mm. all year long. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's coming right down to the wire for that. It's coming right down to the wire for the Midwest division. I mean, man. So uh, let me 
let me show people what we have coming up. Let me let me give you the picture. And we did it last week, but um, you know, just kind of with kind of with the updated standing spots in mind. Mm-hmm. We have ten games left. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them are this weekend against the Kenai River Brown Bears. Uh, that's the eighth place team in the division, and then you have three against the Chippewa Steel. That's the seventh place team. In Is the that division. a Thursday, Friday, Saturday game? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Get ready for a long weekend. There. Yeah, that's the thirty first, the first, and the second. Thirty uh, first of March, first and second of April. Here, oh, April Fool's Day, man! That's gonna be great. Hopefully, we're not the fools on April <laughs> Fool's Day. Here's <laughs> that's here, here's, your mouth. here's the long and short of it. Uh-huh. All right, points are at a premium mm-hmm. right now in the season. I think, you know, we've done this with a lot of series, like, oh, how many points do you need this weekend to keep pace? How many points? I think it comes down to this. I think they need minimum seven points out of this weekend. Ideally, you go four for five. You win four games. You're playing against the seventh and eighth place team. Mm-hmm. And that is not, I'm not saying these are easy wins. So what- These two teams have played us tight throughout the year, especially Kenai. It's... The NAHL, there is no such thing as you can never take a night off. No, especially in this division so far, from what we've seen. Re- remind me again, though, when Kenai was up here last, did what was it? Did weekend we split? We split, split with Kenai, but the last time we played them, we swept them. That was in Kenai. In Kenai, yeah. So what what you need is, and the reason I say seven points is, you know, these are going to be battles. These are going to be hard, especially against Kenai. But if you had to split with Kenai, if you could at least take it to overtime in a loss, and then if you beat Chippewa twice, that gives you seven points out of this weekend. And Janesville, the Wilderness, there's a little bit of self-cannibalism there. There's some games, those top teams that are above us, they all have to play each other. So if they, you know, as long as we're... As long as teams are winning games in regulation, they're not picking up that extra point. It, it's crazy to look at the look at the stat side of games because in, in, a, in a, an average fan, let's just say an average fan, they're going to look at a loss as a loss. They're like, "Oh man, we lost." But if you look at the points, we still technically won because you get points for that. Especially if you lose in overtime, you still get one point. A loss is a loss until you need that overtime point. It's the difference between <laughs> you making the playoffs and not, which it very well could be. Like, no joke, we could see a team miss the playoffs by a single point in this division. Yep, yep. One more thing real quick before we move on. Uh, Bodan Penisenko uh, is probably one of my favorite players. Uh, I'm trying really hard to learn Ukrainian so I can talk to him. Uh, he is getting really good at his English. I have heard him talk a few sentences in English, but his family uh, right now, uh, they're safe, but they are trying to raise funds for his family. If you would like to donate, go to the website and donate. Uh, if you are at the games, they're selling their buttons for $10, stickers for 5 Show your love, show your support, because we're all there for one reason, and that one reason is hockey. And uh, go Bodin Penisenko, go all right. Well, look. All right. For- next guest on the show uh, is the the one and only Mister Mister Mike Akins, Coach Akins. How are you? I'm good, boys. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Pleasure to talk to you. Uh, you guys are back from Fairbanks. I'm sure it's a little warmer down here. I know Fairbanks has been sitting in the what negative twenties. <laughs> so, uh, no, it was yeah. like it was at night was zero when we oh. were there. It was it was much better this time around. Yeah. You know, it, it seems like it's. 20 to 30 degrees, you know, in that range difference. Every time I look at my phone, it's <laughs> here in Fairbanks. Yep, so, yep. Uh, you know, it, we survived. It was 
it was better than 30 below when we were there last time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then you guys are going in April, so I'm sure it's even going to be better. So, uh, But, yeah, so uh, talk about let's talk about uh, the last week's game. Uh, uh, Friday night going in. Amazing. You guys played really crazy good. Uh, talk about that one. Uh, well, I thought, you know, early on, I thought we got a couple bullets. Uh, they, they, they missed kind of a wide open net. Um, Shane made some really good saves. And then, you know, we kind of took the game over and, and, uh, we're pretty good. I didn't like that we had given up that goal with 40 seconds remaining in the second period. Um, it was just, uh, not a very smart hockey play through the neutral zone and we turned a puck over and, we kind of gave them some life going in the third period, and, um, you know, we, we battled through it. It was kind of just a good, solid road win. It wasn't pretty at times, but, you know, it doesn't have to be at this time of year. You're just concerned with the two points. And then, um, you know, I thought Shane was, was very solid, so we went back with him in that, and, and I thought the first period that he was really good on Saturday. It was 0-0 after the first. But, you know, just like the previous night, they could have scored a couple early that would have changed the game early on or earlier than it happened. And, uh, you know, I, I thought our attitude going to the, the locker room was okay. Shane held us in there. You know, I didn't think we were great. We weren't completely sharp. And I thought Fairbanks was very good uh, right from the drop of the puck. And I really thought, okay, you know, we, we dodged some bullets here. We uh, Shane gave us a chance to win, and now hopefully the guys are going to come out in the second period and and you know be better. And you know it just it just didn't happen. We it was about midway through the period, and all of a sudden the the floodgates opened, and they just you know took advantage of opportunities. And you know it, I think they showed us why they're in first place. They're a team that's very opportunistic. Uh, they had a chance to make plays. We yeah. we turned pucks over. We didn't win battles. We weren't good enough to win that game for sure. I didn't think we did a good job of picking guys up uh, away from the, the puck, you know, um, I back checked that situation. And, you know, the whole game just was we we, we, we just didn't do enough to win. And I, I told the guys after the game, there's, there's been quite a few of the games that we've lost that I really believe we've outplayed our opponent and probably yeah. deserve better than what we got. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's hockey. It happens sometimes. You still got to find a way to shoot it in the net. And on Saturday night, that, that certainly wasn't the case. Fairbanks was better than us from the drop of the puck to the end of the game. And, you know, it wasn't like we didn't try, but it just it wasn't enough. And, and, and they're a good hockey team, so they take advantage of us just not at our best, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, watching that game, I mean, you know, and, and I talked to the, the, the broadcaster down there, he, he said that, you know, every time we play each other, Fairbanks and Anchorage, it's always a back and forth, always a back and forth, back and forth. You know, either we win two games down here, they win two games up there, or they win one, we win one. It's just back and forth, back and forth. Second game, though, going in, I have to say, Shane was still good in the first period. He was amazing. Going into the second period, what, uh, what, was, what, was, uh, what was going uh, in the locker room there? thought was we're trying to get the guys going and paying attention to focus on some detail stuff and then all of a sudden it was five nothing and uh i switched goalies at that point we considered it doing after uh, doing it after about the fourth goal to maybe try and change the momentum and i just said i'm not gonna uh embarrass james because i didn't really feel like it was his fault yeah. uh, there's maybe one of those that he would have liked to have back 
possibly, yeah. but you know, it was just not getting any help in front of him. So I said, let's wait till the end of the period. And then we made that, that goalie change. And then at that point, it's just, Hey, let's try and go out, play one shift at a time and try and get ourselves back to the team. Yeah. You know, think about when we get in those situations, you can't think about trying to score five goals. You got to start focusing on one shift at a time and let's try and focus on scoring one goal at a time. And, and hopefully, you know, we can we can turn things around. And, you know, I think that we also wanted to make sure that that we were going to play hard and we were going to compete and not just lay down and, and uh, quit. I, I certainly don't think we did that. Um, we did manage to score a couple goals late, but, you know, the game was over at that point. So, you know, it's it just it's one of those nights, and it's kind of like the night that, when we pumped them down here, like everything went in the net and, and we were pretty dominant. And, and that was kind of the opposite up there where they were dominant and, you know, we just weren't very good and, and they capitalized on a lot of opportunities. The yeah. letter Kenny quote that comes to mind is sometimes you get speed bagged in hockey. Uh, and that is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. And you know what, there, it's not like we were playing, uh, you know, the sisters of poor were, we're playing the Fairbanks Ice Dogs, yep, and, and right. they're they're pretty darn good. But, you know, we set ourselves up for a sweep to go up there by winning on Friday in you know a hostile environment. We had to we had some travel um, snafus where they canceled our flight uh, on Thursday at 12:30, and we had to uh, get on a bus, and we were almost out of town, and we had to turn back around, and Ugh. we actually uh, had to go pick some some strangers up at the airport that <laughs> rode the bus with us up to Fairbanks. So it was it was quite an interesting trip for us. But we battled through it. We won on Friday. Yep. And then you give yourself a chance to sleep on Saturday. And I think, you know, we were all looking forward to that. It didn't happen. I, I think realistically going up there, you know, you, you probably mentally have to be prepared to, to accept a split in that situation. Um, we certainly would have liked to have, um, you know, gotten the sweep, but, um, you know, they're, they're a pretty good hockey team up there. So yeah. I yeah. thought one thing that was pretty interesting is I was sitting on the bench before the game because there's nowhere really there for the yeah. coaches to go hide out. And I started looking at the banners and, you know, this year is uh, the Ice Sox 25th anniversary yeah. and uh, they've been there 25 seasons. And you look up on those walls, and their first banner is not until 2012. Yeah. So if my, you know, Minnesota math and Denver math is <laughs> correct, that that is 13 years. Yeah. And and you know, I feel like for us to go and compete and have the record that we do against them kind of speaks volumes in our first year. And um, I, I'm not certainly, you know, accepting where we're at or accept, you know, willing to accept losses. But I think we do have to step back at times and put things into perspective of where we're at in the world. You know, Coach, I, I, I do have to tell you, though, I've talked to some people in Fairbanks that watch the Ice Dogs, and they've made comments to where they said, you know, we are absolutely surprised at where this team is, coming straight into a brand-new expansion team, coming into Anchorage and just being the way they are. They were just surprised and and very you know appreciative of everything that everyone's done, and, and, and it's just amazing to hear that kind of stuff from them. Uh, but yeah, uh, I heard I had some people up there really you know, compliment us of 
how hard our team competes and, you know, is very complimentary of, of our guys. I, I think that's something to be proud of. And I think we're proud at, uh, you know, the, the standard that we're setting. Yep. right now and hopefully we can build off that here in the future yeah and i think i mean realistically going into that weekend if if you know no other information other than uh the fact that you know we got two points out of four against fairbanks i i think like you said coach uh you know realistically you're not turning your nose down at a sweep hey we you know we talked a lot about um the games from the macro standpoint and everything that happened i Maybe before we let you go, just highlighting one thing, uh, and that is that Cooper Morris <laughs> finally got the monkey <laughs> off of his back on Friday yeah, night. That, was, uh, that was that was fun. Uh, you know, uh, he actually made a really nice little play. He, he, he escaped and protected the puck. Oh, that was a nice move. It was. There. And, and then he, he bought himself a little bit of time and space to be able to get a shot to the net. And, you know, it's not like he got his head up and, and went far down. But he got a puck through. He made a great play, and you know it, you could just see the relief come yeah. out of him yeah. as he celebrated. And our bench was was so excited for him, and everybody <laughs> right away was, you know, it, 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 uh, Hunter Schmidt was like after that puck before it went <laughs> across the goal line, I think, to go get it for for Cooper and. You know, we we we've been razzing him all year. He sullied so, like he yeah. sullied like Zegras did after he did the flip over the net yep. to Milano. I mean, yeah. he took took so his hands down fun. and Every, just. Everybody on our team respects Cooper and sees how hard of a worker he is, and he's a heart and soul guy. And yep. so I think everybody was just excited for him to get that first goal. Well, the cool thing is, is uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, if you watch the pregame show, we're going to have that highlight reel. I've got that going. It's going to show you. It, you could feel after he scored the goal, he just like was like, you could just feel his emotions through the video. It's awesome. And then, uh, you know, going back, we're going to have highlight reels of, of uh, Soderwall. He had some amazing saves. And so yeah. we're going we're gonna to highlight that. Good. Yep. Yeah, the yep. worst part yep. about cool. the worst part about that goal is that uh Fairbanks scored with like four minutes left to make it not the game winner. Because uh, I've been saying all year, like, oh that first one's gonna be a game winner. <laughs> it was it was true all the way up till like uh four I, minutes I left think in we'll the third. Take it regardless, either way you look at it. So <laughs> yep. it was a great moment. So yep. we but, should probably talk about T coming yep, up here. Yep. This I was you just, know, uh you start looking at our schedule going forward and and, you know, I kind of broke down the other teams that we're competing with. And and I, I kind of figure we mentally need to probably go about seven and three uh-huh. or better to, to ensure. I think that would probably ensure us getting in the playoffs. But, you know, you start to look at it in the wilderness and the uh, Jets play each other four times. And so, you know, there, there's somebody's got to lose those games. You know, worst case scenario would be they go into overtime and, and they all get points. Uh, it would be really nice if, if one of those teams kind of went on a run and and took advantage and, and took care of the other team. And then then they both have to play Springfield. One of them has to play St. Cloud, who's a oh. good team. So their their schedule is, is actually very difficult. And I'm not saying ours isn't because yeah. uh, we know that Kenai plays us very, very tough. You know, we're 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 there. We're a big deal. You know, for to, for them to come up here and beat us is a big deal to yep, them. Exactly. And and um, you know, I think it's going to be dangerous games this weekend. I I believe that we'll be ready to play, but um, 
you know, those are going to be huge games for us to get this weekend. We we got to have four points. Then you you've got Chippewa coming to town for yep. three, and Chippewa plays with a ton of structure. They're coached really well, and I think they're going to be dangerous. They've been playing um, Janesville and the better teams down there as of late, and been hanging around and actually beat Janesville uh, once last weekend. So. You know they're, they're they could they could come up here and be dangerous, and I know that their coach has them playing with a mentality right now that they're playing for a spot on their team next year. Oh wow! So they're they're probably you know they're not going to make the playoffs this year, but they won't quit because they're all trying to you know impress him to make yep. sure that he doesn't cut them in the off season here, and so. I expect them to come up, and those are going to be three very difficult games. Then we have to go back up to Fairbanks, and, yep. and then we finish the season with, with again, three dangerous games against the Magicians. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, this week, though, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, whatever i got to do to get two wins, because this weekend is Parents' Week, and a majority, if not everybody, is going to be there. So and don't forget about Club 49. There's going to be a lot of Aikens in the, in the building this weekend. I've got really? <laughs> tomorrow night, my parents, my uh. sister, uh, my older, uh, my oldest brother will be in with his wife. Um, uh, our friends uh, from North Dakota are coming back up this weekend. Uh. My, my brother Jeff comes in uh, Friday night. <laughs> and then, then um, an, uh Another friend comes in Sunday. Golly, there's going to be a section of Aikens. And then my brother, uh, my my youngest daughter, Brianna, and Hope will be in late Tuesday night. So that whole crew is going to stay here for a week. We rented an Airbnb. uh, so it should be a fun week. Holy cow! I, 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 you know, a lot of people say I look like my brother. So I gotta, I gotta see you with your brother. See if you guys look alike, and we'll have to get a picture of that. I look a lot like my my older brother Bruce that <laughs> he played at Colorado College. Uh, he's a, he's an old white haired guy. Oh and, man, uh, uh, we're we're pretty similar looking. Oh, if he's here on April first, you guys should play a joke and like switch out and see if anybody <laughs> notices. I don't think we could quite get away with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, like always, it's a pleasure to have you on, and uh, glad you could uh, catch us up with uh, last week and, and what to expect this week. So uh, good luck uh, this week as we take on Kenai River Brown Bears, and uh, we'll see you at the rink. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. Well, look forward to uh, Coach doing the old parent trap <laughs> on the Wolverines bench this week. Uh, that'll be fun. I'm so excited. You know, we- I, I, I've never seen his brothers before, but I just have a, like like I said, a lot of people think my brother is me sometimes. They're like, aren't you so-and-so's brother? I'm like, yeah. But I, it would be funny if they almost look identical. But he, well, said, he said his brother was a coach for another team, wasn't he? Yeah. Used to be, or well, I can't remember. I don't know. that His whole family is so good at hockey. I think his older brother is the one that played for Colorado College, although now oh, I'm going to get that wrong. He's going to yeah. read me on Friday. So, yeah. sorry, Coach. I, don't, I, I, think I we can't do, remember. I, already, I think in the future we should do, like, uh, Talk Like a Canadian Day. Talk like a Canadian day. Yeah, like we should do a whole podcast where we just talk like a Canadian. That's not a Canadian accent. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Okay. That's well, good hockey, eh? Yeah, okay. And just like that, it's time to close down another episode of Wolverine. Ah. When Mike starts talking Canadian, that's okay. when you know it's time uh, to end the show. So uh, uh, I, I've only got a loony in my pocket, We've eh? got 10 games left, Mike. <laughs> uh, we got 10 games left, Canadian Mike. Eight of them are at home. So get your tickets. Anchor12Wolverines.com. Oh, 
or at the Ben Bokey, 30 minutes prior to puck yes. drop. If you can't be there live in person, watch us on HockeyTV.com, where every game is streaming. Uh, we finally got pictures that we're going to show of people. Yes. Awesome. Yes, and if you want to reach out to us from where you're watching from, which hopefully will be at the Ben Bokey this weekend uh, for Family yeah. Week, uh, you can reach out to us at the email live at AnchorageWolverines.com. How do you spell it, Mike? L-I-V-E. At AnchorageWolverines.com. Um, just like that, another episode in the books. Until next time, I'm Mike, along with Isaac, who I will learn how to spell his name correctly. We'll see you at the bend, guys. Go Wolverines!